If there is a planet X out there, it will necessitate a wholesale rewriting of some key chapters of the solar system's history. The first search for a hidden planet circling the sun came in the early 1800s, when scientists became increasingly convinced that Uranus, discovered accidentally in 1781 by the musician-turned-astronomer William Herschel, was not orbiting quite as Newton's law of gravity said it should. Several scientists posited that the gravity of a large, undiscovered planet was to blame, and in 1846, German astronomer Johann Gau spotted the gas giant Neptune, basically where his French colleague Urbain Le Verrier had calculated it should be. There's good evidence that Galileo had actually seen Neptune as early as 1612 with his small crude telescope, but had assumed it was a star. In the early 1900s, Boston aristocrat Percival Lowell began a search for another hidden planet based at his own personal observatory in Flagstaff, Arizona. This time, the evidence came in the form of anomalies in the orbits of both Uranus and Neptune, pointing to the existence of yet another unseen giant planet. Early in 1930, a young assistant at Lowell Observatory named Clyde Tombaugh found a planet more or less where the calculations said it should be, a replay of the discovery of Neptune. The sphere, possibly larger than Jupiter and four billion miles away, meets predictions, the New York Times announced on March 14, 1930. It did not, though. Within a few decades, it became clear that Pluto is far from Jupiter's size and is actually smaller than Earth's moon. Its meager gravity could not possibly explain anomalies in the orbits of Neptune and Uranus, which turned out to be just as well because those anomalies faded away on further inspection. In that sense, Pluto was a false alarm. In the big picture, however, its discovery was extraordinarily important. By the 1980s, planetary scientists had begun to suspect that Pluto was not a puny planet orbiting all alone in the solar system's frozen outskirts, but simply the brightest member of a vast, richly populated region known as the Kuiper Belt. In 1992, the first KBO, besides Pluto that is, was spotted with a telescope in Hawaii, and since then, observers have tallied another 1,500 or so. The 2005 discovery of Eris, which rivals Pluto in size and significantly outweighs it, threatened to open a floodgate that could have added several more planets to the existing roster of nine. That specter prompted the International Astronomical Union to demote Pluto from planet to dwarf planet in 2006. The discovery of the Kuiper Belt, in turn, lends credence to the latest search for Planet X, because it helps explain how such an object might have ended up so far from the sun that we still have not seen it. Computer simulations suggest that the icy bodies of the Kuiper Belt should have formed somewhere in the neighborhood Neptune now occupies. Something must have flung them much farther out, or scatter them, to use the technical term, to their present positions. This observation led astronomers to theorize that a disruption took place during a chaotic period soon after the nascent planets congealed from the protoplanetary disk of gas and dust that swirled around the newborn sun. During this unsettled time, Jupiter, Saturn, 
Uranus and Neptune, most likely shifted by hundreds of millions of kilometers from their initial orbits, their gravity sending the KBOs flying outward. Some simulations even point to the existence of a possible fifth gas giant that was ejected from the solar system entirely as the others adjusted their positions. It is easily plausible that if a super-Earth existed, it too could have been flung outward during this period of general mayhem. And because super-Earths have proved to be common among the roughly 2,000 exoplanets discovered around other stars over the past couple of decades, it is also reasonable to suppose that there could once have been one circling our own sun. With that in mind, says Ben Bromley of the University of Utah, who collaborated with Scott Kenyon of the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics, we ran some mock-ups of what would happen to a super-Earth scattered from the region where...